Welcome to Bioinnovator Spotlight at Life Science Org, where we listen to the life science leaders of tomorrow tell their story and discuss their challenges as founders and entrepreneurs. I'm your host, scientist turned communicator, Dr. David Kirk. Let's meet today's founder. I'm joined this week by Michael Hunt, CEO of NKIO, based in Imperial College, London, in the UK. Michael, thank you for joining me. Hi, David. Please, Michael, tell me a bit about your background and how you became interested in the life science space. Um, well, I'm actually uh, an accountant by training, so so I'm not scientifically trained. Um, so to the extent that I have scientific knowledge, I, I guess I've picked it up on, on the way. But I've been involved in life sciences for over 30 years, uh, career-wise. Uh, I originally started off in um, uh, medical devices and worked for a company developing cardiac stents and contact lenses that was eventually sold uh, sold off and and I moved then into cell therapy just over 20 22 years or so ago um and took a job there in a cell therapy company and and was CFO COO and CEO over various uh, tenures hmm. um and that's really where I've been ever since I'm currently working now at a company called NKIO which is an Imperial College London spin out and again, that's involved in in cell therapy, a, a very different flavor of cell therapy from the company I previously worked at. Um, so I guess in life sciences, the the the, the bulk of my uh, uh, career there has been has been with cell therapy, and it's been a very interesting journey, having worked in it for as long as I have, to see it develop over the last couple of decades or so, from kind of early beginnings to some of the areas that have really played out well in gene therapy and CAR T and so on um, to where we are mm -hmm. now. So, uh, so yeah, it's been a, a very fascinating journey, especially as I said, for, for a non-scientist uh, trying to find your way through uh, some very intractable uh, scientific problems and also business problems to mm -hmm. uh, to get some of these therapies through uh, through to the clinic and beyond. It's an interesting journey, I think, going from kind of CFO up to to CEO, but not not uncommon either. But um, oh, can you name the company that you were working with before? And yeah, it was a company called it was a company called Reneuron, and it was developing cell therapies for um, stroke victims, and then okay. moved into ophthalmology as well. Um, and it was one of the pioneers, I guess, especially um, from a European perspective in terms mm -hmm. of setting out the regulatory pathway for those types of therapies. Uh, in in the early days, um, certainly when I joined, it was a very, very new field and, and a lot of the regulatory pathways had not really been established. So we were kind of one of the front runners, I guess, uh, in that sense. And that's, again, what made it interesting and tricky um, to uh, to get um, yeah, to get these therapies through to develop preclinical and clinical protocols that were going to um, yeah, deliver um, uh, data that was uh, meaningful. Um, and, you know, to kind of work with regulators and clinicians and KOLs to, you know, to move these programs forward. So some real challenges there, but uh, but very, very interesting nonetheless. Tell me, how did the NKIO story and your story converge? How did you come to become CEO? Yeah, I mean, I've been working at NKIO for about six months now. I was actually approached um, to take on the CEO role. The company's been around for a couple of years or so, uh, and it was uh, founded, as I said, out of Imperial College London by um, uh, work done there in, in, in NK Cell Science. Um, and I think the really the motivation was to drive the business 
out of its um uh if you like incubator phase within imperial uh so that it could you know essentially take on its own corporate identity and move uh, its own programs forward in a more commercial setting so again it's that translation out of mm. uh, an academic um uh, research environment into a more corporate uh uh, environment with specific um, goals to to move the programs forward uh, preclinically and clinically. So again, a lot of the work that I've already done at Renewron, mm-hmm. um, and of course, you know, get, getting to grips with all the other issues that a biotech company has to face, like uh, the perennial issue of fundraising and so yeah. on and so forth. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was um, it wasn't something actually that was. Um, uh that i particularly sort of had it had on my radar um but i but as i said i was approached for the role and was happy to um uh to take it on uh there are quite a few parallels with what i'd done before and so you know it uh it wasn't wholly new territory but uh it is a, a new it's a certainly different area of cell therapy from uh from what i was used to before obviously nk cells being um primarily directed towards uh, liquid and solid tumors yeah, that's uh, and this is kind of leads on ne- uh, nicely to my next question, which is what is the area that we're, you're focusing on with NKIO? And I think anybody listening up to this point has heard NK cells and cell therapy and has kind of put two and two together. Um, yes, exactly. Tell so, me about it. So NKIO obviously is developing NK or natural killer cell therapies. Mm-hmm. And the great promise with NK cells is their ability to um, uh, uh, have an impact on uh, cancer, on tumors, both liquid mm-hmm. and solid. And I think uh, again, many commentators and certainly uh, uh, our peers, I think, see a lot of potential for NK cells to play a role in addressing solid tumors. Mm. where other approaches so far have not really yielded um, uh, brilliant clinical results. So that's certainly going to be a focus of NKIO uh, with our own technologies in seeing if we can address certain uh, types of solid tumours where there are uh, huge unmet medical needs um, uh, in, in, a, in a large area, actually, of, uh, of, of solid tumour uh settings and uh we believe that our own technology can can really play a role there but it's uh, as i say we're an early stage business so we have a long way to go mm. and can you tell me a little bit of uh why nk cells are um maybe a, a better choice i'm not gonna say a better choice but a different choice what are the advantages to nk cells over the traditional kind of t, t cell therapies that we're seeing <laughs> Well, I mean, one of the advantages is is actually more to do with where the cell or how the cells are derived. So, mm. so the the essence of NK cell therapy is really an allogeneic approach. So, something mm. that is not specific to the patient as um, CAR T therapy is. Although, obviously, uh, allogeneic CAR T therapies are are being developed now, but uh, natural killer cells are are. You know, there, there are obviously a, a large variety of cells that can play a role in addressing uh, cancer within the broader field of immunotherapy, uh, but natural killer cells certainly offer um, certain advantages in terms of um, recognition, their ability to get in and infiltrate tumours mm. uh, compared to other approaches. Uh, but for me, actually, one of the attractions is the is the the allogeneic aspect to this, yeah. so the ability to to use a non um, uh, patient related uh, cell approach, which again is what I was involved with previously. 
um, which obviously I think makes, you know, potentially addresses some of the other issues we're going to come across um, further down the line in terms of pricing of these therapies, um, how they're reimbursed. Clearly cost is a, a big issue and mm-hmm. will I think only become a bigger issue um, over time. Yeah. And allogeneic cell therapies, I think, um, you know, offer a potential route around that uh, in terms of ease of expansion, ease of manufacture, storage, shipping, yeah. as well as, of course, as 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 clinical effect. Yeah, and I think that off-the-shelf um, product is much better for the patient as well in terms of time uh, to treat. Yeah, clearly, if you have, yeah. You know, a cryopreserved, uh, off-the-shelf uh, therapy ready to go. Then, then it it offers plenty of advantages, both from a commercial and, of course, a, a clinical perspective for the uh, for the patient. Um, we've touched on the the trials and tribulations, I think, of fundraising in the current environment. But um, is there anything else that might be a big challenge for you as a, a CEO of an early stage company right now? Well, I think there are multiple challenges when trying to <laughs> get a company, um, you know, sort of um, off the starting gates and 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 through uh, into into preclinical development and beyond. I mean, the, the challenges are, are rife. Um, they're logistical, um, hiring the right people, um, you know, finding somewhere to locate the company is yes. is is certainly is is not straightforward based uh, based on where we are now. How, um, how as well we... as all the, the obvious issues of funding, regulatory pathways, and so on and so forth. So there's technical risk, financial yeah. risk, uh, you know, pretty much any risk you can think of. It just goes with the territory, and I think you have to be comfortable, um, you know, in that kind of environment. But for me, that's what makes it kind of interesting yeah. and, and exciting. Uh, how big was NKIO when you uh, joined? Uh, oh, it's uh, we're very small. So we have a, a very small team of, of scientists and founding scientists still based out of Imperial, uh, less than 10 people as things stand at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we'll grow massively even as we, um, you know, move forward. I don't think we need to, to, to you know, to take on. Uh, huge numbers of people or, or 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 infrastructure to be able to get the job done. We're quite mm-hmm. focused as a business on on um, getting our core uh, candidates through to the clinic, mm-hmm. and a lot of that will be outsourced work again, in common with many other biotechs. Right, right. But our core team of of scientists, especially, um, you know, will, will really um, you know drive that. Um, and, um, you know, people like me, I guess, are, are, are just there to ensure the business ultimately doesn't run out of money. That's one of the most important jobs for a, a CEO of a biotech company. True. Um, finally, the last question I want to ask you then is, has a, a book or a documentary made an impact on you in uh, maybe recent years, maybe maybe over your whole life? Um, and could you recommend it to our listeners and uh, other early stage founders and CEOs? Yeah, I think um, that there's one book that I, I actually read a number of years ago, actually. So it's not a recent book and it has nothing to do with um, uh, cell therapy or, or, <laughs> or even, um, you know, the work environment. But but for me, it was Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime by Mark Haddon, um, which has also been made into a, a wonderful stage production. Uh, and I think that book really is a, is a must read for anyone. But I think it's uh, it, it resonates especially for for those like like myself 
um, who have friends or family members with an autistic spectrum disorder, mm-hmm. uh, like Asperger's, which is, is really what that particular book is 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 about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a, a definite recommendation and uh, a book that I you know I found uh, profoundly uplifting. Actually, uh, it's mm-hmm. a, a great great read and a great play as well. Wonderful. Is that one that you've seen yourself? Have you seen the play? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You're based down in London. You can see all the great plays. <laughs> yeah. No, that's one advantage to uh, to living in the big smoke. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for chatting with me, Michael. And I hope to catch up with you soon. Pleasure. Thank you. Are you a life science CEO in Europe? Go to lifescienceorg.com, where you can connect, share, and engage with a community of your peers. We have a platform just for early stage founders too. You can join there at nextgen.lifescienceorg.com.